It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And yesterday afternoon at Lone Depot Park, the Marlins and the Phillies wrapped up a three-game weekend series. The Marlins were trying to avoid being swept. They had Trevor Rogers on the mound. He went opposite of the right-hander, Aaron Nola. And with a recap, as always, here is Glenn Geffner. Another day of frustration for the Marlins at the plate. It wraps up a frustrating weekend against the Phillies, a frustrating homestand, and on many levels, a frustrating first half of this 2022 season. Marlins are blanked by the Phils for the second game in a row. 4 nothing. the final here today. Philadelphia sweeps this three-game series, outscoring Miami 16-1. to The Marlins didn't score a run in the final 25 innings of this series as Aaron Nola shut them down here today. And the Phils had one big inning to beat Trevor Rogers. Nola was terrific. We thought he was going to go all the way. He was through eight on 95 pitches, got the first out in the ninth inning. He was pulled after long a couple of hits, but he was in cruise control basically from the get-go. And the Phillies did all the damage they needed to do offensively in a single inning against Trevor Rogers here today. In a scoreless game, top of the fourth, Nick Castellanos led off with a single. He was a race throw on a JT Romito fielder's choice. And with a man on... And one out in the fourth inning. Alec Bohm staked Philadelphia to the lead. Played 1-0 pitch to Bohm is in the air to center field and deep. Sanchez going back onto the track, and that's off the wall. And it caroms past Sanchez, backed up by Garcia. Coming around third, Romuto to the plate. The throw home's not in time. An RBI double for Alec Bohm, one nothing Phillies. And with Bohm at second and one down, the next man up was Matt Vierling. One two to Veerling is pulled fair over the bag at third and down the line. Bohm touches third. He's coming home. Veerling in at second base with an RBI double, and it's 2 nothing Phillies here in the fourth inning. Rodgers came back. He got Didi Gregorius to foul out to first base for the second out, but he could not put the inning away facing Jairo Munoz. Munoz gets a hold of one. Deep to left, Soler is back in front of the bullpen and Jairo Munoz has hit one out. It's his third long ball of the season and the Phillies extend the lead to 4-0. It's a four-run fourth inning. They sent seven to the plate in the fourth, scored four runs on four hits. They had no runs and a total of four hits the rest of the game. But that was all they needed today. That four-run fourth against Trevor Rogers catapults the Phillies to the 4-0 victory. Trevor went six, allowed those four runs in a total of seven hits. Didn't walk anybody, struck out four, allowed the Munoz home run, hit a couple of batters, to 89 pitches, 67 strikes. Rodgers, who was headed to the All-Star game on this day a year ago, heads into the break this year with a 5.46 ERA after allowing four runs over six here today. Bullpen did its job. Dylan Floro, a scoreless seventh. Anthony Bass, a 1-2-3 eighth. Stephen Ogert shut down the side. 1-2-3, couple of Ks in the ninth inning. But the Marlins just couldn't get anything going offensively. Through the first seven innings of this game, Nola had allowed two singles. Miguel Rojas with one out in the third. 
And Brian De La Cruz with two outs in the fourth. And that was it. Only two base runners through seven. Now with one out in the eighth inning, he issued his only walk of the day, Jesus Sanchez. But Sanchez was promptly erased on a Miguel Rojas double play ball. So he went to the ninth. Phillies leading 4 nothing. Nola got the first out. Nick Fortes a fly ball to left. But when Joey Wendell and Brian Anderson singled back-to-back, that would be it for Nola. The Marlins have had two hits and only three base runners in eight innings. They get back-to-back singles in the ninth inning, meaning the tying man would come out to the on-deck circle. So at that point, Rob Thompson pulled Nola from the game, brought on the flame-throwing left-hander Jose Alvarado. Uh, Alvarado struck out Garrett Cooper for out number two in the ninth. Coop today 0 for 4 3 Ks. Heads into the All-Star game in L.A., Hitless in his last 17 at bats and just four for his last 48. And then the Marlins' last hope was Brian De La Cruz with men at first and second two down. He had a ground ball behind the bag at third that was picked up by Alec Bohm. He stepped on the bag, got there ahead of Joy Wendell, and that's how this one ends. It ends with the Marlins being shut out for the second straight game for the eighth time this season. They have not scored a run in their last 25 innings. Phillies prevail today. Four to nothing. For Philadelphia, four runs, eight hits, no errors, five left. For Miami, no runs, four hits, no errors. Marlins leave four. Nola, eight and a third innings, four hits, no runs, one walk, ten strikeouts, 108 pitches, 75 strikes. He's the winner, six and seven over Trevor Rogers, four and nine. Jose Alvarado locks down his first save of the year. Time of the ball game was two hours, 42 minutes. So the Phillies win three straight in Miami to finish their road trip at five and four. They're now 49 and 43 overall this year. Six games over 500 heading into the All Star break. They're 25 and 22 on the road. As for the Marlins, well, they lose three straight to the Phils to fall to 43 and 48 overall. Back to 500 at home, 22 and 22. Since that six game winning streak they had, they've now lost eight of their last 12. Some frightening numbers offensively for the Marlins. In their last 14 games now, beginning July 4th in Washington, they have hit 194 as a team, and they have totaled 30 runs. They've averaged 2.1 runs per game in their last 14 games, managing on the strength of pitching to win six of those at least. They've totaled five home runs in the last 14 games, and they have not hit a home run since last Saturday in New York. They've got eight straight games now, Without a home run, that matches the longest homerless streak by any team in baseball this year. Cardinals went eight straight without a long ball in April. The Tigers went eight straight without a home run in June. The Marlins now have gone their last eight straight without a home run. And that's one shy of the club record. Nine games in a row without a home run. It was set in 1993. It was matched in 2013. Marlins will look to end that drought when they take on the Rangers here in Miami on Thursday. Marlins played 17 games in 17 days leading up to the All-Star break with the loss today. They finished that stretch with a 9-8 and record. They played 30 games in the last 31 days beginning June 17th and they go 15-15 and in those 30. So last year they were 39-51 and at the break last in the division, 10 games behind the Mets. This year, they'll be 43-48 and 48 at the break. At last check, the Mets had a one-run lead over the Cubs in the sixth inning. If the Mets win, Marlins will be 15 games back, a season high at the All-Star break. They're in fourth in division, not in last, so that's a step in the right direction. And the record is better than it was at the break last year. 
but they are further from first place as they look up at not just the Mets, but also the Braves and the Phillies in the National League East Division standings. Marlins pitchers struck out nine Phillies hitters here today. The Marlins and Auto Nation working together to strike out cancer in our communities. Every time a Marlins pitcher records a strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to Auto Nation's Drive Pink Initiative to support cancer research. Nine Ks today, $225. And we close out the first half of the year with a total of 786 strikeouts recorded by the Marlins pitching staff meaning in the first half of this season alone, the Marlins are going to contribute $19,650 to Auto Nation's Drive Pink initiative. Phillies win it 4-0, a four-run fourth. All the scoring in this ball game, they sweep this three-game series, and now the Marlins head into the All-Star break. Got the home run derby tomorrow night. Got the All-Star game with... Sandy Alcantara, Garrett Cooper, and Jazz Chisholm representing the Marlins. Jazz won't play because of injury. And then after the off day Wednesday, the Marlins are back at it for a single game Thursday against the Texas Rangers here at Lone Depot Park. That's a 1-10 first pitch before they hit the road for their first trip of the second half. Three in Pittsburgh, four in Cincinnati. Upcoming chances to see the Marlins here at Lone Depot Park this next Thursday, 1-10 against the Rangers. And then, after that road trip, they'll come home to play three against the Mets and three against the Reds between Friday, July 29th, and Wednesday, August 3rd. Tickets for all those games against the Rangers, the Mets, and the Reds available at Marlins.com. Hope to see you out at the ballpark in the second half of the season. That's a really crummy weekend for the Marlins. They wrap up the first half on quite the little slide. They are 43-48 and 48 at the recess. Before we hear from Don Mattingly, let's step aside for a quick commercial break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back with you on Marlins Rewind. Let's hear from Marlins manager Don Mattingly after his ball club got blanked for the second consecutive game yesterday afternoon. Donnie, roughly again, the league's kept offense silent all week. It's obviously been a very long stretch without a day off. Do you feel like the All-Star break is coming at a good time? <laughs> well, at this moment, yeah. Um, yeah, obviously we haven't did a whole lot the last uh, few days. That really any of the whole series. So, you know, you really want to play through the break or to the break and and feel like you got some energy going into it. Uh, the last couple of days, I think, have kind of zapped that. Um, you know, so it does end up coming at the right time. And uh, hopefully we bounce back and, and have more fight and more energy and just more persistence and all the words you want to use. But we, you know, I know we've played 17 straight or whatever come into this, but... Still, we got to. I'm sure some of the other teams are in the same boat. Trevor Rogers outside of the fourth, strong first three innings and able to bounce back there in the fifth and sixth. Do you feel like he's maybe took a little bit of a step forward and is kind of turning in the right direction? Well, that was really good today, actually. Uh, he gives up the two run homer, kind of hurt him uh, with the ball. And, you know, to look at that ball in center field, uh, I know Sanchez was playing deep and. You know, 
so that one kind of got away from us. But uh, I thought Trev was pretty good, and he was aggressive. I thought it was like there was energy and kind of on the attack, which is, it was good to see. Uh, and then, like you said, he gives up those runs, and then he's able to bounce back, uh, give us two more. It may be his deepest game this year. I'm not sure. I think it's it's around that. And uh, and then our bullpen, you know, really does a nice job of giving us a chance to you know put a run on the board here or there and get back in the game. We just weren't able to kind of get anything going. How would you assess the first half? Well, the first half's been over for a little bit, uh, but. Um, I think inconsistent uh, for me, just just wavy, a little too wavy. We seem to get hot, uh, play pretty good for a little stretch, and then when we lose one, it seems like that turns into two or three, and then we don't play, we don't keep that consistent play effort, consistent energy up. Uh, I'd like to see us be more consistent. Um, you know, the second half we're going to have to push and and uh, push our guys. I think to. You know, keep on the field uh, and just pushing to you know try to put our best defense out there. Make sure we're playing good defense. Uh, we're fighting offensively. Uh, it, it's going to have to be a push pretty much every day. You talked about the energy, but any trends you're seeing from guys at the plate? Something you can kind of pinpoint that's not it's not there right now. Uh, it's hard to say. I mean, when you, things look really bad when you're not swinging the bats and you're not getting runners on. It just looks like your team has no energy and you're flat. Uh, doesn't mean it's necessarily the case, but it, it definitely looks like that, and it feels like that when you kind of go inning after inning and you don't really get anything going. It's hard to like say, "Hey, we got a great. Let's just keep on fighting and keep a bunch of energy up." It's hard to have it when nothing's really going on, and uh, so that can be a little deceiving. It doesn't mean your guys aren't trying. It doesn't mean they're not trying. You know, trying to do well. It might mean that they're trying too hard and putting. Like you can't do it all by yourself. You just got to have good at bats, and that's hard to do when you're in a stretch like this. Going back to you said, you know, guys gonna have to be out there every day. Your defense just is, you know, is the hope. You know, these are veteran guys who have been in this situation before, playoff pedigrees that that can, you know, translate for this. Yeah, you you hope, right? And I think we're just at a point where, you know, we are gonna have to play. You know, we, you know, the all the load management and trying to rest guys and give guys days off. I mean, I think we got to get away from it, honestly, and just let's go. And we are in that part of the season that we're not going to be able to afford losses or afford losing series. You know, if it's not a straight out uh, going for every win and pushing guys, then, you know, then we, it's just not going to work. Just, uh, if you want to list off a couple bright spots of this, first half just so it's not well obviously I think Sandy uh, has been a huge huge spot I think our our back end of our bullpen I mean as, as you start looking at Oakert and what Bass has had a tremendous first half Oakey's been tremendous um, uh, like a guy like Birdie I mean there's there's lots of good things that have went on and you don't want to just look look at a couple guys that are having pretty good halves but uh, I think there's been a lot that's been good. It just has not been consistent. And I think that's where we are falling short. It's like we're not a day-to-day club. We're like a little streaky and and kind of playing, floating along instead of like creating the, the momentum that we need. And we have to create that ourselves. We can't. 
expect it just to go well or not go. If it doesn't go well, we got to fight it. On the uh, pitching front with Bass, when you look at the pitchers who were selected for the All-Star game, do you feel that maybe he was somebody that was possibly overlooked by coaching staff that put together? I mean, he's gone, gone through a stretch now of more than a month in which he hasn't even allowed a earned run. Sure, yeah. anything today. Just do you think he's kind of been overlooked? Is that someone who sees him on a daily basis? Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that's, that you don't realize he's had a tremendous first half. And I think there was some consideration. I know Mel talked about it, that they they talked about uh, him. I don't know who gets involved with it, all gets involved with that, with its league. I don't, I don't quite know how the, the pitching staff goes. But obviously, Anthony's a guy that you couldn't hardly say, well, he didn't deserve it, right? Uh, but there's, I'm sure there's other guys in the league that – their managers would say the same, but I, you know, Anthony's had a tremendous first half. That was Don Mattingly after the Marlins fell to the Phillies. They get swept by Philadelphia to end the first half. The Marlins end the first half with a record of 43 and 48. We are off until Thursday, but what we can tell you on Thursday at home, a one game homestand, a one game series against the Texas Rangers. Not sure who will be on the mound for the Marlins. John Gray will be on the mound for. Texas. It's a 110 first pitch. We'll hit the air at 1240 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.